Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. A very good morning to you. You're listening to Breakfast with me, Lin Lee. Now, shop houses treasured for their historical significance and nostalgic charm serve as both architectural gems and promising investment opportunities here in Singapore. Dating back to the period between the 1840s and the 1960s, Shop houses constituted the majority of the urban fabric in Singapore's old city centre and various parts of the country prior to World War II. Therefore, shop houses not only hold immense cultural value, but also represent a substantial portion of our designated conservation buildings. They also present lucrative business and investment prospects. But how does one select a shop house for their business? What are the things to look out for, such as taxes, location, lease? contract and conservation guidelines. Let's get all the answers in our BIS How-To series with an expert in the shop house sector in Singapore. He is Lucas Teo, Senior Associate Director of Propnex Shop House Elites. Very good morning, Lucas. Welcome to the show. Hi, Lin. Thank you for having me here today. All right, let's get on with it. Give us an idea. How many shop houses are there in Singapore? Based on a URA record, I think right now we have approximately 6,700 conservation shop house. Okay. So as a business owner in interested in acquiring a shop house in Singapore, what advice would you offer in terms of identifying different types of shop house zonings? So shop house actually comes with uh, various types of zonings, uh, ranging from commercial to a mix of residential and commercial, as well as uh, residential with first-story commercial. So if you're a business owner, you're looking to acquire a shop house for your own use, I think it is important to note that the shop house needs to be fundamentally approved for commercial usage. Mm. So generally, as long as it falls under a partial or a full commercial zoning, it can be used for businesses. But I also want to highlight that there are instances where residential zone shop houses have actually been approved for commercial use as well. Let me just give you some example. So for example, if let's say you're a business that you want to use the entire shop house for your commercial use, like for example, the ground floor as a retail or a F&B restaurant and the upper floors as an office, I think uh, such businesses will need to look for a shop house that is owned under full commercial. But if you are a business that you want to use a ground floor as your business and the upper floors to house your workers, mm-hmm. for this case, uh, there are actually two options that you can consider. Number one, you can acquire a shop house as zoned as full commercial but apply for a temporary change of use on the upper floors to a residential usage. The other option is that you can actually purchase a shop house that is zoned as residential with first story commercial but just to take note that if you are buying such a property that is a residential component and if you are buying under a company additional buyer stamp duty of 65% actually applies on the residential valuation. So while residential properties in Singapore are subject to ABSD what is the situation for shop houses? Are they also selling subjected to ABSD? All right, that will actually depend. Now, earlier we have mentioned that shop houses are unique Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they can fall within the spectrum from full residential to full commercial or it can be a hybrid of both. So Mm -hmm. if a shop house is zoned with residential with first-story commercial or it is zoned under commercial and residential or even full residential, then of course the additional buyer stamp duty will be incurred on the residential portion. But generally speaking, also for full commercial shop houses, as long as they fall under the commercial zone with one land, one single land title, there won't be any ABSD that will be incurred. Although there might be some exceptions to the norm whereby there are cases where full commercial zone strata titled shop houses with approved use as residential, there have been cases that they may be required to pay ABSD as well. All right, getting into the detail, could you explain the process in terms of determining the amount of ABSD payable for shop houses? 
Okay, so swap houses with uh, residential component, because that's where the ABSC will come in. So there will be a valuation report that will indicate what is the valuation of the residential component and what is the valuation of the commercial component. And of course, the ABSC will be then applied on the residential component. As to how much of the ABSC percentage, that will be dependent on your property count, mm. whether it's uh, first property, second property, third property, and of course, uh, whether it's uh, in terms of citizenship and uh, whether you are buying under a company or under a personal name. Mm. So let me just give you an example. Let's say you are buying a two-story shop house that is zoned under residential with first-story commercial. And assuming this buyer, a Singaporean buyer, has already a one existing property under his name. Now, the second story with the residential component will actually be considered as a second residential property. So therefore, the buyer buying under the personal name will be charged a 20% additional buyer's debt duty based on the residential valuation. Just put some numbers into perspective. Now, mm-hmm. if let's say the purchase price is now $5 million and assuming the valuation of the residential component is $1.5 million, mm-hmm. so this buyer will need to pay 20% on the $1.5 million, which is um, approximately about 300000 But of course, having said that, having said that, the ABSD that you pay for such type of properties is still ultimately much lower than you pay uh, APSD for full residential yeah. property. Yeah. Okay, we're speaking with Lucas Teo, Senior Associate Director of Popnext Shophouse Elites. Lucas, what are the tax implications specifically related to residential zoned shop houses in Singapore? We mentioned about ABSD earlier. Mm-hmm. So, um, of course, the ABSD will be based on the number of properties owned citizenship mm-hmm. or company profile. And uh, it's important to note that if you are buying under a company, the uh, additional buy stamp duty is actually a hefty 65% based on the residential valuation. That is for the ABSD part. So now, assuming that you are buying a residential shop house uh, with a first-story commercial and mm-hmm. the seller happens to be a GST-registered entity or person, and therefore, you will now need to pay GST on the commercial component on the first floor. Mm-hmm. So it has been common actually to use or set up GST-registered companies to purchase shop house and subsequently claim back GST. But because of this uh, latest update on the cooling measure on the 65% uh, APSD for entities, actually, I think it might make more sense now to use your personal name to purchase and uh, also pay the lower rate, ABSD rate, whether 20% or 30%, and even incur the GST rather than to pay the 65% ABSD. Mm, okay. So in, in what situations might the IRAS, uh, no, IRAS, uh, Inland Revenue Authority of Singapore, charge ABSD for commercial zone shop houses? Okay, so this is a little bit unique. Now, we mentioned that shop houses with one single land title zone under full commercial generally does not need to pay ABSD, but... Mm-hmm. However, in instances where full commercial zone shop houses that are strata title, meaning to say that there's more than two titles within a single shop house, and in the event that the approved usage is residential, ABSD may be applicable if you buy over such kind of shop houses. Also, I want to highlight something else. Uh, this is actually not under the purview for IRAS, but this is uh, mm-hmm. what we call as a land betterment charge, which is under the purview of URA. Mm-hmm. So this is something that I think uh, a lot of investors, a lot of buyers, actually even a lot of agents, owners themselves, they are not even aware oh, of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as long as there's an enhancement in the value of the property, so for example, if it's a usage of a residential, whether it's on a ground floor or second floor, and you're converting it, you're doing a change of use to a proper residential to a commercial use, because of the enhancement in the value of the property, there will be a land betterment charge, which was formerly known as like temporary development levy or a development charge. So that will actually apply, yeah. 
So from a business owner point of view, can you provide insights into the lease arrangements, maybe things like rental structures, regulations regarding subletting for shop houses in Singapore? I think it is important to take note of these few points. So looking at the nature of a business and uh, do you require a change of use based on the current shop house usage? So for example, if the current approved use of the shop house is a retail shop and you need to do a change of use and if you are operating a pet shop, you will need to do a change of use. And normally the change of use, uh, the cost will be borne by the tenant. It typically takes about two weeks plus minus for URA to approve for more straightforward cases. And of course, other aspects will be in terms of lease-wise, you need to look at mm-hmm. a rent-free period because businesses, when you acquire a place, uh, whether it's an office or whether it's a retail shop or F&B restaurant, you will probably need to do some renovations. Mm-hmm. So depending on how extensive the renovations, you can request for a rent-free period oh, from the landlord. Yeah. So these are some of the things that you would want to consider. And of course, businesses, if they invest a lot into a unit, uh, in terms of renovations wise, I, I, I would think that they would want to have a longer oh, lease yes, term. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so that will actually allow them to spread over the cost for a longer period of time. I also want to highlight actually in terms of the leasing wise, uh, especially if you are in uh, certain unique sectors like the F&B, assisted living, massage establishment, accommodation, mm-hmm. night entertainment mm-hmm. industry. So it is important to uh, engage professionals in renovations, uh, electrical, plumbing, bar safety and also various licensing. Just make sure that you have a good chance of obtaining all these uh, necessary approvals and licensing prior to committing to a lease agreement. So, for example, if you're operating an F&B, you will definitely need to have a food shop license from the Singapore Food Agency. And if you're operating a karaoke pub, you will actually mm. need to have a public entertainment license from the Singapore Police Force. Mm. So these are the some of the considerations that you need to take note. All right. Uh, very quickly before we let you go, top three guidelines and regulations that uh, property owners and tenants need to be aware of when it comes to shop houses. Shop houses can be located in different districts. So URA has actually term differentiated between a historic and a non-historic district. So if a shop houses is uh, zoned within, uh, located within a historic district, you need to maintain the building height. You are mm-hmm. not able to tear down or build any rear extensions. And of course, there's actually more stringent requirements in terms of the business that can be operated within this kind of shop houses. Yeah. So for example, you're not able to have a polluted trade or even a motor vehicle showroom in a, for a shop house mm-hmm. that's located within the historic district. Mm-hmm. And if a shop house is located within a non-historic district or what we term as a secondary settlement, for example, in locations like Geylang, Juchet Road, you are able to, if it's a conservation shop house, you will need to maintain the front facade and you are not able to tear down the whole building. However, you are actually able to build a rear extension at the back of the shop house to even as high as five or six storeys. Mm, all right. Thank you very much for your insights, Lucas. Lucas Tio there, Senior Associate Director of Propnex Shop House Elites. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.